Microsoft Story Classic, bringing to you recordings of old storybooks. Lightfoot in the Woods Lightfoot the Leaping Goat Episode 10 Without stopping to look back at the canal boat from which he had escaped, Lightfoot ran on through the bushes and soon found himself in some woods. He was afraid someone from the boat might run after him and take him back there. Not that it was such a bad place, thought the goat as he went in and out among the trees, but it is no fun to be in a place from which you can't get away when you want to. If it had not been that they made a little hill of coal in the boat, maybe I'd never have gotten away. I like those horses, though I never saw them, and the hay and grain in the cracks was good eaten. Still, I had rather be out here and free. No one except the canal horse's new lightfoot had been on the boat. The captain and his wife had not seen him jump down into the hold, nor had the boys picking coal. They only imagined the goat might be somewhere near the boat when they asked about him, but they really had not seen him get aboard. Lightfoot ran on a little farther, and then, thinking he was safe, hidden behind a bush, turned and looked back. He was on a side hill that ran along the canal, and he could look down on the towpath. He saw a team of horses hitched to a long rope, which in turn was fast to the canal boat. There are my kind friends, the horses, thought Lightfoot, but I don't know which ones they are. I wish I could stop and speak to them, but it would not be safe. Anyhow, I said goodbye to them and thanked them. As Lightfoot looked, the team pulling the canal boat turned around a curve in the towpath and were soon out of sight. Then once more the goat turned and went on into the woods. Well, I shall not be hungry here anyhow, thought Lightfoot. There are more bushes and trees here than in the park where Mike used to drive me about, hitched to the little wagon. I wonder if I am allowed to eat these leaves. Lightfoot looked around. He saw no policemen or park guards, such as he had seen when he was in the other place. And as he felt a bit hungry after his run, he nimbled some of the green leaves. They had a good taste, and he ate many of them. No one called him to stop, and no one hit him with a stick. This is a good place, thought Lightfoot. As with most animals, when he had eaten well, the goat felt sleepy, and picking out a smooth, grassy place beneath some trees, he cuddled up and was soon asleep. How long he slept, Lightfoot did not know, but when he awakened, he had a feeling that he wished he was back with Mike again, drawing children about the park. Whether Lightfoot had dreamed about his shanty home amid the rocks, he missed the cheerful whistle of the Irish boy, and he missed, too, the nice combing and rubbing down that Mike used to give him every morning in order to keep his coat in good condition. Some of the goats that lived on the rocks had coats very rough, with tangled hairs, to say nothing of the burrs and thistles that clung to them. But Mike kept Lightfoot slick and neat, brushing him as a groom brushes his horses. But I don't look very slick now, thought Lightfoot, as he turned his head and saw a lot of burdock burrs on one side, while the other side carried a tangle of a piece of a brer brush. I must clean myself up a bit, thought the goat. A twisting and turning about, using first one hind foot and then the other, as a cat scratches her ears, Lightfoot managed to get rid of most of the things that had clung to him as he tore his way through the bushes. 
Then he walked on again, until feeling thirsty, he began to sniff the air for water. For goats and other animals can smell water before they can see it, though to us clean water has no smell at all. Lightfoot soon found a little spring in the woods, and from it ran a brook of water, sparkling over the green, mossy stones. As Lightfoot leaned over to get a drink from the spring, he started back in surprise. Why, he exclaimed to himself, why, there's another goat down there under the water. He's a black goat. I'm white. Lightfoot thought for a moment as he drew back from the edge of the spring. Then he said to himself, well, if it's only another goat, I needn't be afraid, for we will be friends. He went to the spring again and looked down into the clear water. Again he saw the black goat, and he was just going to speak, asking him how he felt, what his name was, where he came from, and so on, when Lightfoot happened to notice that the black goat moved in exactly the same way and did the same things that he himself did. Then he understood. Ha ha, laughed Lightfoot to himself. How silly I am. That is only my reflection in the spring, just as if it were a looking glass. But what makes me so black on my face, I wonder? Then he remembered. It's the black coal dust, of course, he cried. It must have stuck to me all over, but I brushed some of it off when I went to sleep in the grass. Now I must wash my face. He glanced once more into the spring-looking glass and saw that indeed he was quite dirty from the coal dust. Taking a long drink of the cool water, he went below the spring to the brook, and there he waded in and splashed around in the water until he was quite clean. This made him feel hungry again, and he ate more leaves and grass. And now, said Lightfoot, as he noticed the sun going down in the west, and knew that it would soon be night, it's time for me to think of what I'm going to do. Afraid to stay out alone in the woods all night, he had spent many a night on the rocks, though of course the other goats had been with him then. But he was a bigger and older goat now, and he was not afraid of being alone. Of course a little kid might have been, but Lightfoot was a kid no longer. I'll stay here tonight, I think, said the goat after a while. It is good to be near water so you can drink when you're thirsty. I'll stay here tonight, and in the morning I'll try to find my way back to Mike. Lightfoot slept well that night, for it was not cold, and in the morning, after he had eaten some leaves and grass and had drunk some water, he started out to find the Maloney shanty near the rocks. But a goat is not like a dog or a cat, some of which can find their way home after having been taken many miles from it. So after wandering about in the woods and finding no place that looked like his former home, Lightfoot gave up. It's of no use, he said. I guess I am lost. I must have come farther in the canal boat than I knew. Well, the woods are a good place to stay. I shall not be hungry here. Lightfoot wandered on and on for several days. Once some boys who were in the woods gathering flowers saw the goat behind some bushes. Oh, let's chase after him, called one, and they ran toward Lightfoot. But the goat leaped away and soon left the boys far behind. If one of them had been Mike, Lightfoot would have gone to him, but Mike was not there. One day as Lightfoot was wandering through the woods, wishing he were back in his home again, for he was lonesome, having no one to talk to but the birds, he heard a noise in the bushes. It was a smashing, crashing sort of noise, as though made by some big animal. Maybe it is one of the canal horses, thought Lightfoot. 
I hope it is. They'll be company for me. Maybe one of them ran away. He looked through the underbrush and saw a big, shaggy, brown animal standing on its hind feet with its front paws. It was pulling berries from a bush and eating them. Excuse me, said Lightfoot in animal language, but could you tell me the way to the Widow Maloney's shanty? The big animal stopped eating berries, looked up at the goat in surprise, and asked in a sort of growly voice, Who are you? I am Lightfoot, the leaping goat, was the answer. Who are you? I am Dido, the dancing bear. I am glad to meet you. Come over and have some berries. And Lightfoot went. Thank you for listening to another episode of Acresoft Story Classic. <laughs>